Thanks for tuning in to the Crew at UGA podcast. We are so glad to have you with us. Crew exists to call students to know God, grow in their faith, and go to the world. If you would like to get more connected with Crew at UGA, or if we can help you in any way at all, go to the show notes and click on the link, or follow us on Instagram at Crew at UGA. All right, let's get started. probably seen him up here before, um, but I haven't been to crew in a while because usually I'm at home with our baby Chip, which I feel like he became a local celebrity this past weekend <laughs> at Fall Retreat. He had the time of his life. He had the time of his life. Um, he got really spoiled, but thanks for being here tonight. Um, yeah, tonight looks a little different than normal. Typically, there's some sort of message, but I am really excited tonight because we are um, Zooming in live from Bangkok, Thailand, two women that are very, very important and special to me. Um, I will let them introduce themselves, but first, before we get started, I just want to say, this is a live video. This isn't like a pre-recording, and so we got Brit's hotspot back there. We're doing our best. There might be a lag. They might freeze. I hope that they don't freeze, um, But so just be patient with us. Um, as we're just figuring this out. Um, but hi, Sammy. Hi, Madeline. Will you introduce yourselves for everyone? Hello. Hi. Can, can you hear us? us? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> hi. Um, I'm Madeline. Um, I don't know what else to say right now other than I was a student um, for four years at UGA, graduated in May 2021, um, and then interned with the crew at UGA last year. I'm Sammy. I actually graduated this past May, and then this is my first year interning with Crew in Thailand. It is so fun to hear your voices. I've texted with them um, since they've been in Thailand, but I had the really great privilege of discipling and leading a community group for these two women and knowing them in college and then working with Madeline last year. So this is just really fun for my heart. Okay, before we get started, um, what time is it there in Bangkok? Impress us with how early you woke up to be here with us tonight. It's 7.43 a.m. They woke up much earlier to do our test run. Um, so I'm just going to have, I have a couple questions prepared for them, but um, we thought this would be important. Um, if you were at Fall Retreat this weekend, we did a World Vision activity, and then you just heard the three students come up and talk about spring break trips. And so part of Crew's DNA is this aspect of so um, this global community, right? And so um, Crew is worldwide. It's international. It's not just Crew EGA. There's Crew on college campuses all over the country, but also all over the world. And so I'm not going to give too much away about what Sammy and Madeline are doing, but we just wanted to give you guys some vision for what your time could look like after college, for what some of your summers could look like before you graduate, um, and just we want to experience the cool ways that God is at work um, with two women we love so much. So, okay, we'll get started. Um, Sammy, Madeline, whoever wants to go first, tell us just what you're doing there. What does your day-to-day -day look like? What are you doing in Bangkok, Thailand? Yeah, um, making sure we're on you. So basically, um, what STED means is basically just interning in an international co uh, cultural context. So basically, our day-to-day -day just looks like going on campus, like college campuses every day, um, just introduce ourselves to students, which like, honestly, at UGA, that sounds super awkward, but like, in another cultural context, it's so natural just to go up to students and be like, hey, I'm new here. Do you want to be my friend? Do you have an IG? Like, it's just like, Super, it sounds so weird, but it's super natural there. And so 
and just like meet new friends and we play games like Uno or like sports like volleyball um, and just get to know them a lot better. Um, surprisingly, actually a lot of students know English, which is really convenient for us, um, which they know obviously Thai more than anything else, which we don't know much of yet, hopefully soon. Um, but what's been really helpful is that they've been able to communicate easily with us. Um, and so basically we just take girls out for coffee, get to know them a little bit more, maybe ask them some spiritual questions, um, things like that. But our main goal is to connect these Thai students to our Thai staff. Um, if you don't know what Thai staff is, I'll kind of explain that to you because I didn't know what that was going into this thing. So in Thailand, there are Thai staff, so Thai people that are on staff with crew. Um, so Thai people that are obviously from Thailand, know the culture, know the um, language and everything. Um, so obviously relate to these students a lot more than we ever could. And so as we're getting to know these students and everything, our goal is to kind of tie them to these Thai staff that will disciple them just a lot more effectively than we ever could, just because, you know, they relate more um, than to them than, than we ever could, which is, which is really cool. We've honestly been humbled to learn, like, it's been, it's been so fun because we get to, we get to kind of do the fun part of like introducing ourselves and playing and having fun. Uh, but then it's also been humbling to be like, oh, we, uh, we really couldn't do our job without them at all. So um, it's been cool to kind of like pass off students, um, we, which we haven't done too much yet, but just like just seeing how much they, they really mean um, and that there wouldn't be a ministry here without them, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy really got a vast majority of like what our lives look like, what our work days look like is just going to campus and engaging with students. Soon we'll start high classes where we're going to start learning and practicing the language. Um, and that'll give us a little bit more of a connection with students where we can, you know, talk to them in English and Thai and practice together and kind of have that common ground of learning each other's languages. Um, and so that will be really exciting. Um, other than that, yeah, we really just have a lot of fun um, getting those students and messaging them on Instagram and all these other messages. Again, apps. it's so much more normal. <laughs> it's so much more normal here than it is. And we just go to coffee and yeah, we're hopeful that soon we'll start meeting regularly with the same people and maybe start sharing more of the, the gospel with them and then engaging them with the Bible. And yeah, we're yeah. just excited for what the future holds with mm -hmm. our day to day but right now yeah it's just a lot of meeting students and getting to know them and we have like weekly meetings on each of our campuses but weekly meetings on these campuses look a lot different than like tuesday weekly meetings for crew at uga it's more so like um us inviting them to kind of meet other students christians and non-christians um just to meet friends and kind of hang out we usually have like a theme like one day we had um, like spa day. spa day and then we'd have like game night, like just like random things like that. Um, and then we like, sometimes we pray at the end, things like that. But I think towards the end of the semester will be a chance to like actually share the gospel campus life. But it's just, it's not necessarily like going through the word every time, just because um, again, it's, it's, a, it's a different a Much more here. unreached group of people. Yeah. Um, so we're was, engaging them with the gospel. Yeah, than just um, we're trying to get to that heart level. Just inviting them to to community, which is cool. Thank you, guys. That was that was a very great description, and I feel like at least for me, gave a really clear picture of what you guys are doing over there. Um, and they're very right. If you've ever been, raise your hand if you've been overseas on a crew trip in some way. 
Um, yeah, what they're saying might sound super weird, just walking up to people and being like, hello, I'm new here. Would you like to be my friend? Um, but it really is what they do. And finding them on Instagram and messaging them, um, that's just the way it is over there. So this is an um, off-script question. You guys might hate me for it, but what is a Thai word or phrase you've learned since being there? Will you be brave enough to share it with us? Uh, Thai word that we've learned? Yeah, we can share hello in Thai. Swadika. Uh, um, we know a couple more. Yeah, we, we know. Oh, Madeline knows a lot more than no, she's putting no, out that she knows. I, I struggle a little bit, <laughs> but um, the first week here, I every time I would say hello, I would actually say thank you instead of hello, <laughs> and people would just be so tremendously confused. It's like so hard to get those confused, but I did every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's our favorite word. We use it all the time. Um, other than that, we know directions, how to how to get around. Um, so that's our words of the day. Uh, yeah, taxi, taxi. <laughs> Thank you for that. They're applauding. I don't know if you can hear their applause, but they're applauding. Um, all right. So the next question. This is one. Um, I'm. I kind of know the answer to this, but I'm excited to hear the both of you share it kind of in retrospect. But I mean, this time last year, both of you were sitting in crew weekly meeting on a Tuesday night and probably would have had no idea that you would now be zooming in from Bangkok um, from doing a year overseas with crew. So would you just share a little bit with all of us how you got to where you are today? Like, what did God do for you to end up where you are? Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd love to share. Um, I'll go first, and then Jane will go. But our stories really work together, and they include our third roommate, um, Caroline, who went to UF. Uh, no. Oh, oh yeah. You um, we love her so much, and so she's also included in this story. But I'll start with how the Lord worked in my heart to get me to even apply and be interested in going overseas. Um, it started with being involved in crew at UGA. Started probably, you know, sophomore, junior year as I was hearing the call to go to the nations um, from the people um, that were mentoring and discipling me and crew. So, yeah, it was just a process of hearing God's voice and um, learning about his character. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. And then it goes on and it says, I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted among the earth. And, you know, the command is to be still there and God will be exalted. He's already at work. He's already doing that. Um, and I just have to be still. Um, and we have to be still. So I took that and I really wanted to see what that meant um, in my life and in my heart, and so I prayed and asked God and um, what that could mean for me um, to to obey His command and be still and um, see Him exalted. And so this past year, I served at Crew at UGA because, yeah, I just received a challenge from Sweet Natalie to join her. Um, at the time, we had fewer women. Um, we still have fewer women on staff at Crew at UGA, but um, it was just one of the greatest opportunities to regularly engage in ministry. And um, then, yeah, as I was serving, I just kept hearing the call to go overseas. And it really wasn't like a direct call. It wasn't God 
sending it in a dream or sending it in a prayer time, it was like, why not go, um, was more the question that I kept asking myself um, and coming back to. And so, yeah, I applied in January and was accepted in February. And when I applied, I said, I don't know where I want to go except for the 1040 window. Send me to the unreached. And they said, actually, we have to know where you want to go. <laughs> um, and so that's where our, our um, third roommate, Caroline, comes in. She comes in and she says, I've been praying about Thailand. And I have a confession. Thailand was not the first on my list because the majority of people that I knew who had been to Thailand had been like, um, it's really hard there, like ministry is harder, and a lot of them had, had ended up here by unforeseen circumstances, and so I had this aversion to it a little bit, but then I prayed and I confessed that to the Lord, and it just was the best decision to, to hear the voice of God in that way, and hear it from Caroline, and um, learn from her, and surrender that to the Lord, because Thailand has been exactly where I want to be. Um, our TAF staff is just amazing to work with, and the international staff that we get to work with is really awesome. So yeah, that's a little bit about how I ended up here, but it was really about the team who I was growing with, and family was one of the, the main reasons that I, I felt so confident in going to Australia. So. It is kind of cool that all of our stories are kind of attached to each other for a reason. Um, oh gosh, where to begin? I would say also my story involves Natalie calling me to something to um, my first semester this past year of senior year. Well, I mean, yes, senior year. Um, Natalie invited me to think about and just pray about entering a career at Georgia. And I was like, okay, I think this is what I want to do. So I thought about it and prayed about it. And there's just something unsettling about staying in Athens. And so I decided like literally the next day to do this job in Atlanta, like for just like such a quick, quick decision. And so I committed to that, um, told Nella the next day that I committed to that, even though I just told her, I was like, yeah, probably going to intern at, at Georgia. Um, and then fast forward down the road, second semester, I was applying for this job that I like fell in love with and thought I was perfect for and thought like it was just a, a perfect setup um, and really thought that I was going to get the job and I ended up not getting it. Um, and it was right before we went, actually Mom and I both went on spring break mission to Guatemala this past year. Um, and so I was just kind of in this vulnerable place because I don't know, I just feel like I haven't been told no enough in my life. And so that was a big no for me. Um, and so I was in this huge place of vulnerability of just being like, okay, God, well, I'm no longer doing this job in Atlanta. Like, I'm already settled on that. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. So just tell me where to go. You obviously want me to do something else. And so I was kind of mad, but I went on this spring break mission kind of with a more open mind of like, I have no idea what next year is going to look like, but I'm just going to go to Guatemala and figure it out. And so I go, and this is the first time I've ever been out of the country before. It's literally this last year. Um, on spring break, which is crazy that I'm living in Thailand right now. Um, but I go to Guatemala and I just get to see God's love for the nations and for his people outside of my own culture. Um, and just how incredible that is to like be taken out of my own culture in a different and be just plopped in another cultural context, I think is just a beautiful picture. And so, um, I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. I, I came back, and I was like, I kind of just want to go back. And I was like, you know, like, people don't always 
think that way. People always talk like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe you have a point. And so I was just praying about what it would maybe look like to do missions overseas, but kind of didn't speak it out loud because like that's scary to say. And also like changing my plans from Atlanta to who knows where is just crazy. And so um, I talked to Natalie the next couple of days and she was like, are you interested in, in sending and going overseas? And I was like, honestly, yes. But at this point, the application is closed. And I was like, okay, Natalie, like, how close close really mean? You know, let's let's figure this out. Um, and so she emailed a few people, um, and they got back to her within a few days. And so basically decided within, like, four days uh, that I was going overseas. Had no idea where at this point, but just was agreeing that, like, just saying yes to God to using me um, in another culture to um, share the gospel. And so I told my parents and my boyfriend who lives in Atlanta the next like week, which was really hard, uh, that I was not living in Atlanta. Instead, I was moving somewhere else. And then a couple weeks later, I heard uh, that Madeline and Caroline were thinking about um, Thailand and this other place. Um, and now they also you know, shepherded us through that too, like figuring out what was best for us too. So we kind of decided as a group to go to Bangkok, um, which was great. And and now we're here and it's been the coolest experience that I've ever, I've ever been a part of so far. I love hearing you guys um, explain that like in retrospect, because I was walking with you. Um, I was walking with them during it, but what I love about what they shared is sometimes some people do experience a call overseas being just this very direct and clear, like God wants me to reach these people, or you might have a dream or, you know, there's so many different ways. But um, I think what's interesting about both of their stories is, you know, Madeline mentioned the question, why not? And Sammy sort of just lived life in college and discovered what she loved and realized that the things that gave her life and that the things that she loved about being involved with ministry just weren't common to everybody. And so... I adore these women and think the world of them, but also I, I believe it's an ax um, when uh, the disciples just um, finish being filled with the spirit and they give this really awesome, great sermon. And um, it says these were just ordinary men who walked with Jesus. Um, and so I think Madeline and Sammy are rock stars, but they're also just ordinary women who walk with Jesus. Um, and that's what qualifies them to be over there and having a desire and going, huh, why not? So Thanks for sharing that. Um, all right, so we're wrapping up, but what words of encouragement would you share or just a charge would you give to us in the room tonight? Okay, so this kind of touches on my last little story too. Um, I was just, as I was like thinking about this point, I was just kind of being like, okay, if I was in that seat, what would I want to be told, like old me? Um, and again, you can take this with a grain of salt. Like I probably wouldn't have listened to someone like me last year. Um, eventually I figured it out, but, um, I just charge and encourage you guys to be where your feet are. Um, I think I got, it's so easy. It is so easy to get wrapped up in the whole college mindset of figuring out your plans for next summer and the summer after that. And then the next year, like, I think UGA does a really great job of setting you up career wise. And I really appreciate that about them, but also, sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in um, just like internships and, and accomplishments and things to build your resume. And a lot of times it doesn't leave room to pray for what the Lord's doing in your life. And I recognize that a lot um, in my time throughout college. I just didn't give a, a lot of time. I prayed about it, 
uh, but didn't get uh, got a lot of time to answer those prayers. And so I would just say, um, yeah, just be where your feet are. And, and maybe if, if I would definitely say pray about the future, that's definitely super important. But I would just recommend giving God time to answer those prayers because I know I didn't, but he still had his way. He still did. Um, but yeah, I say just just maybe be a little bit more patient with with yourself and with with the Lord. Um, my encouragement kind of relates to that and it was like the opposite end of the spectrum a little bit. Um, Sammy is like directing and charging y'all because we literally were just where you were. Um, and I personally in October, every year of college in my intern year, I started thinking about the future. I was like, where will I be in August of next year? What, what will I be doing? Where will I be living? What, what classes will I be taking? And then when it was getting near the end, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Like these huge questions and was not present in the moment. And I got challenged last October with that question. What would happen if you were present in the now? Like what would happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do challenge you with that to be present in the now because that's where the Lord has you um, for this time and this season of your life. Um and he has you there for, for a purpose. Um, and so, yeah, along with that, being mindful of the future, um, it is coming. Like, we, we should be wise stewards of our future. Um, and as I thought about it, this kind of encouragement that I want to leave you with is a crew answer. But I do want to think about Matthew 28, um, and I'm going to read it out loud um if I can get to it but yeah I what I do work for crew so I'm gonna <laughs> give you a Matthew 28 answer and say what Jesus said in the great commission he said um Jesus came and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you and behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. That go doesn't have any qualifiers. It doesn't say go when you're ready, go when you're smart enough, go if your friends and family agree with you. Mm-hmm. It just says go and make disciples. And um, so I do want to leave you each with that. That could be in your life right now. That is in your life right now, in your, in your classes, in your clubs, in your sororities and fraternities, in your um, homes and in your families, um, and that's also in your futures, where, whether you go work a corporate job, whether you go and work in a school or a hospital, um, whatever you do, that is what God has called each of us to. That's what Jesus left us with, um, this Jesus who, who, who redeemed us and saved us. Um, and so, yeah. I challenge you to think about that go and then also think about it in light of the nations. There's a great need throughout the world um, for the lost to hear the gospel. Um, And so, yeah, ask yourself, pray, 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 pray to the Lord um, and call out to him and ask him what he could want with your life, what he could do with your life. That's my charge to you guys. I'll just add a quick little remark in what she just said. So last year, our good friend Caroline Jean, a few guys probably know who that is, 
she um, was doing, she was venting in Bangkok where we are right now, and she would FaceTime me and she'd be like, hey, um, I'm just wondering if you'd like prayed about interning overseas next year. And I'd be like, mm, definitely not. Like, definitely not doing that. Don't want to. And she's like, even if you don't want to, like, just pray about it. And so I also just, like, push that to you. Like, even if that sounds so crazy to you and sounds like something you don't want to do, maybe just pray about it. And be like, okay, God, I don't think I want to do this, but, like, my life is yours. So if this is what you want me to do, then I'll do it. Um, and if it's as well, it will be done. But And if it's not, it won't, you know? So I just charge that to you. That's good and scary. Just just pray and see what God does. Um, but yeah, I think what you guys were saying without saying it is um, in the stay present and think ahead is so much of our walk with God is the the tension of the now and the not yet, right? Like so much of walk with God is holding things in tension and knowing we're loved here and now and God is with us, but knowing it's not fully complete. And so I feel like you guys just spoke to that of, yeah, thinking about our life with God is also, you know, being where our feet are and kind of surrendering over the future to him at the same time. So I wouldn't say it's easy, but that's what all of us are going to be doing for all of life. Um, all right, well, ladies, last question for us to close um, is I would love to pray for you. We would love to pray for you tonight. And so how can I do that before we, before we click leave call? <laughs> um, as I was thinking about this, I was like, what could they not pray for? Um, I feel like we have been um, really starting to adjust to life here, to transition, um, and some things feel a lot harder, and some things feel a lot easier. Um, we're finally figuring out the grocery store and um, how to get around the city, but we're now starting to invest more deeply in relationships and um, how, choosing how to spend our time. Um, so, yeah, I want y'all to pray for three things. First, for um, our team, that we will be united in Christ. Um, we have, within our international team and our staff team that work together, we have five different countries represented in four different languages. And so that is, like, so unique and mm -hmm. such a privilege to be involved in a group of people like that. Um, and each of us have such specific, like, gifts and backgrounds that we're bringing to the table um and so I just pray that the Lord will help us know how to how we're to steward that and that we can be united in reaching the campuses where the Lord has has um blessed us so yeah that's my prayer for our team um and our campus and then for personal I have like a spiritual one and a practical one um my spiritual request is that y'all ask the Lord to, to just give me a deeper awareness of the gospel. Um, if any of you have been in crew for a while, you've probably seen the little green book that we do at early on in um, discipleship and um, small groups. And it um, has a chart where God's holiness, we grow in our awareness of God's holiness and we grow in awareness of our own sinfulness. And the cross is what makes us the, the gospel of Jesus. Um, helps us to like understand that and reconcile those things and um, understand our, what our salvation means um, and so yeah I feel like I'm on that deepening awareness of God's holiness and my own brokenness and um, humanity and sinfulness and so um, yeah that the gospel will um, be more clear and more true each and every day 
Um, and then the final practical thing is just that we can find a rhythm to, for our lives um, that I can meet with students regularly and get to know girls on a deeper like heart level. Um, yeah, and that Bangkok would just feel like a home and familiar um, in this, yeah, in this year. Yeah, um, mine are pretty similar. And if you don't remember all of them, that is okay. But we are starting language learning not next week, but the week after that. And so maybe just prayers for picking it up quickly. Um, I just know, you know, that might be a little a little hard when um, we're adding that to our schedule too. So pray for that. And then, yeah, that God would just put students in our way that he wants us to introduce ourselves to, um, that he will really work in. Um, and then last thing, just like continue, that he'll continue to find ways to comfort me in a place that's like a little bit uncomfortable and unfamiliar. Um, and he's done that a lot with my roommates and my team for sure. And, and a few other things, of course, but, um, yeah, just, just a little bit unfamiliar with a lot of things here, but, um, he's really done a great job of just comforting, comforting me through that too. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, and I would love to pray for you guys and read some scripture over you. Um, and I just want to say I'm really proud of both of you. Um, I'm just proud of the women that you've become. I'm thankful that I've got to watch God do the work that he do has done in your lives. And um, I think getting to sit up here and Zoom you in from Bangkok is just, this is why I love my job. Because when I met both of you, I mean, just who would have thought God would have done this? And it feels like such a privilege to be a part of your story in that way. And so I'm going to pray to close tonight. Um, but before we do, I just want to remind y'all of the little prayer cards that we have on the back table. Um, these women, like what they're doing is hard. They moved across the world. They had to furnish an apartment. They had to figure out what grocery store they go to to buy what and where they wash their clothes. And um, they're not seeing friends or family and they're not home for the holidays and all of the foods they're eating are foreign unless they go to the specific grocery store to buy the specific more expensive things that feel familiar. And so there's just so much transition in their lives um, and they're working with people that aren't all from America. So there's cultural differences. And so there's just so much bombarding them. And so we really do want to pray for them throughout the semester. So grab a card, stick it in your Bible. Um, but I'm going to read um, first, I'm um, not first, uh, Philippians 1, 3 through 11 over you guys, and then pray, and then the band will come up, and we'll finish in worship. Um, so Philippians 1, 3 uh, through 11, it says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all are making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you, Madeline, and in you, Sammy, he will bring it to completion in the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me in grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense of the confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent and be so pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. Uh, Lord, we are just so thankful um, that you are a God that calls us to just love the world, to love, love all of the different people that you've created because we know that you have loved us with such a big love. And 
God, it's, it's just incredible to think that you, the God of the universe, holy and mighty and righteous and creator and sustainer of all things, um, that you would condescend to invite us to be a part of the ways that you redeem and rule the world. Um, that is just mind-blowing. Um, and God, you don't ask us to be specially equipped or to be super talented or super smart. God, you just ask us to trust you, and you just tell us that you will be with us. Um, and that you will equip us and you will go before us. And so I pray um, just that Sammy and Madeline would know that to be true, that, God, you are with them, that you are their God. You see them intimately and you know them fully and you love them more than they could ever know. And that is all that they need whenever they're struggling to find the grocery store or they're struggling to communicate or they're lost or they're stuck on the subway or in a taxi in the rain and it's hot and they're sweating, and they miss home, and they just want to be in somewhere familiar, Lord, I pray that they would bring those grievances to you, um, and that they would feel the peace um, of your presence with them. And so, Lord, we, pl- we pray blessings over their team, um, all of the different cultural differences. We just pray that you would allow them to work in unity. God, I pray um, for their language learning. Lord, would you help them pick it up quickly? I pray for just emotional and mental energy to engage with that. Um, if you know how draining it is, Jesus, to cross cultures and be in a new place. And Lord, I just pray for their hearts. Lord, would they walk deeper in intimacy with you? Would they see you, Jesus, be magnified in their hearts as they see their sin and see their shortcomings? And would they walk in humility? But would they just walk knowing that they are deeply, deeply loved? And so, Lord, we pray for their ministry. We pray for them, and we thank you for them. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.